Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Should we let them know what you did? You can let them know. Um, for the second time. But to be fair, statistically, for as many episodes as we've done, like this is. The only reason that I did it is because we're doing two episodes back to back. And when we take our break, I move it to the side. True. And so when we... I came back to sit down, I did not move it back. Uh, this is an advice podcast. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, the light. The sun is coming in. The sun will come out tomorrow. I was an Annie tomorrow. as a kid. Who'd you play? I played Duffy the Big Orphan. I figured. It was not good for my self-esteem, considering she was called Duffy the Big Orphan. And I was like... <laughs> Five five with my size ten feet, like okay, How fourth grade. Oof, yeah, I can't believe in fourth grade you were taller than I am today. I had size ten feet in elementary school. Well, where did you get your shoes? Like where adults get shoes, but like even like a size ten is still hard to find. No, I'm a size ten now. It's not hard to find. Oh. Size eleven. I used to be an eleven. Um, in sixth grade, I think I was in 11 or seventh grade, but then they started vanity sizing shoes and 11 is hard to find. And then they started vanity sizing shoes. And then I became a 10 and I was like, Got thank it. you so much. Hi, Megan, Melissa and possible guests, which who knows if that's actually a thing because it's Corona time. Anyway, I'm calling today because I'm having a little bit of an issue making friends, um, to give some backstory 
my best friend from childhood and I had a falling out several years ago, and I'm still dealing with the aftermath of that. There's still a little bit of tension between us. Um, anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, because of that, I am having a hard time letting people in. I do have a best friend and several close friends, but all of them live pretty far away and they've all helped me heal for the most part to where I'm ready to make new friends. Um, and all of my friends that live here in my town have kind of shown me their true colors, so I've decided to step back from them um, and just try and find friends that I like more and that do more things that I like. The problem with that is I'm a huge introvert and I really like staying home and that makes it even worse with this whole lockdown thing. Um, yeah. And I'm not really in college, so I can't really meet anybody through school. I don't like mixing coworkers and friendships. Yeah. Any tips you have would be great. Oh, and I'm 21 and I'm a Virgo, Sun, Leo, Moon, and Libra rising. Yeah. Any tips you have would be great. Thank you. Bye. How are you not really in school? <laughs> I just, I just want to know what that, that, that means. Like, all right, do you go like one class? Whatever. I mean, this is hard because I think I wonder if you've kind of set up these parameters of like I don't want like I don't want to like be friends with anyone who like I like I I work with and like if you're in school kind of and like you don't want to be friends with anyone like from school and all that. I don't know if you set up these parameters based on like maybe your ex-best friend or like some other friend drama that you've kind of had that like you're sectioning it off in that way. Um, because I think that there there's something to be said about work friends. I think that there's like an appropriate level of like, it depends on what you do, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like turn it down. Like not to say that you're not in the place to turn down friends because you definitely are because you have friends and like you should be picky with people even if like you're close even if your closest friends like this was me for so long my closest friends just didn't live here and then I was like then being like okay now I need to be picky about friends because I've like just being friends with whoever lives around me and like this sucks but if you can kind of treat it in that picky way I don't think that like yeah I wouldn't turn it down if you like have a coworker who you like end up being like you and I became friends because we work together yeah but Lily I, and we, I became friends we work in a different industry if it's like corporate true. where like because like part of our job is sharing personal things and so if you're yeah. in corporate you don't want to share like your personal feelings and thoughts about things because that's a different environment so that's I can understand that aspect of it because when I worked temporarily worked in corporate which is not for me um I did not want to be friends with anybody I worked with because it things just get muddy they get muddy okay that makes sense um but you got I mean with lockdown let's speak about making friends in lockdown <laughs> I don't fucking I I can only think of just like virtual friends that aren't yeah. like friends like that you make on the internet you know like well, I don't know I, if you're in our Facebook group, but if you are, people have become friends from that. Um, and uh, Bumble has friends thing, a friend thing on there. Yeah, I just honestly like I think I think it's important to have friends in close proximity to you. Um, but I would say like in lockdown. I don't really think where your friends are makes a difference. Like, yeah. I think, like, your relationship that you'll have with new friends who live nearby is the same relationship or the same communication levels that you'll have with your home friends or, like, who people who don't live nearby. And I think maybe you kind of want to treat this as, like, a, oh, this is an excuse. Like, let me do this now. Like, maybe you're feeling, like, extra motivated to make new friends or that you just feel like you have the time and you just, like, kind of want to get a head start on it. And not that I'm going to be like, don't do that. I don't think that's a good idea. But I don't necessarily think that you need to do that. Like, I think mm -hmm. I think it can be hard to get to know people like it, like it can be it, it can be really easy to know people online, but also kind of like really hard, like 
people that you know and all of that stuff. Because like, truthfully, I don't have an answer of like, oh, how do you meet someone who lives nearby you and like become friends with them through like while you're like staying at home quarantine thing? Like, I don't know of a way that you can do that. But I also don't think that you need to do that. I don't think like quarantine needs to be this like productive thing for everybody and this Mm -hmm. whole like, oh, let me overcome this thing I've had an issue with and like, let me really grow and evolve and like take this as an opportunity that like now I've been given this opportunity of this time period and now I can like heal myself and do all of this like self-work. Like we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. The only thing you need to do is like stay inside and like not get sick and not get other people sick. Like that's it. And I think that you are putting a little bit of unnecessary pressure on yourself because like you're putting yourself in such a fucking box. (laughs) Like this is, like that's it's really hard. Like that's super hard. And I mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's necessarily if you need to do it or if it's like really worth it at this point at all. Like I talk to my friends who like and I, my friends who live here. I mean, like, you know, you, uh, Lily, uh, Casey, talk to Cammy. Like I talk to like my like talk to you guys and then I also spend a ton of time FaceTiming and talking to like my friends who like live in San Francisco and who live in New York and I don't I think this is like the time when people who have friends far away this is like long distance friendships this is when they thrive and I also Mm -hmm. think if you're trying to make new friends with people who live nearby you I don't know I mean maybe there are a lot of people who are feeling that same way but I think people a lot of people are just like in times of like uncertainty we kind of go to our comfort circles and I don't think that you need to I'm telling you to stay in your comfort zone I don't think you need to push yourself out of it agree agree just foster the friendships that you already have yeah and and you can focus on making friends that you go hang out with when you're able to hang out with people yeah and I think the more that you can focus and foster those like old friendships that you've always had and the people that you really care about at least for me that was like once I like stopped trying to make friends like where I lived and just was like, let me focus on my like long distance friendships. Then I was able to make friends where I lived because like I wasn't searching. To, I wasn't mm-hmm. like trying to cast it. It was like, oh, I'm actively being around. Like I'm actively like talking to my really good friends. And I remember what it's like to have a really good friend, like communication and support me and all of that. And so like I can see this a lot easier when I'm now in my everyday life trying to meet people who like live around me. Um, but yeah. If anyone has any ideas, though, of, like, how you would make friends in quarantine, I'm so curious. I mean, like, me and my neighbor have never talked before, (laughs) ever. And then, like, one day she was out, like, drawing on the sidewalk with her daughter with some chalk. And then we had, like, a full conversation. Because, I mean, we just hadn't talked before. And quarantine, it's like, people want to be around people. So we started talking. She's fine. That's our neighbor. That's our other neighbor. Like on the other, like the house on the other side of us. Like uh-huh. we were bringing groceries one day. Also, here, listen to that. Have you ever seen anyone else bringing in groceries to their house? There's like this thing on Twitter. I mean, like, no, you never see anyone else doing it. You're like, we are the main character. Like you are your own main character. Well, as someone who doesn't bring their own groceries in either, true. Then I can't say that. Maybe everyone else was getting them delivered, but they like struck up a conversation with Mons and I and we were like, oh, and it was just like, and now every time we see them, they like say hi. And mm-hmm. like, we've never, ever fucking talked before that. And we're like, okay, like, cool. Like they're nice and friendly, but it's, I think that that's probably, maybe that's what it is. Talk to your neighbors. Yeah. From a safe dif- distance. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Next call. Hey guys. Um, I have a question regarding um, different hobbies in a relationship. So after some pretty tough relationships, I didn't have anyone. I was like, I'm going to be a single Pringle for a hot minute. And it was awesome. And um, I just recently started uh, a newish relationship. You know, we're only well six months in and it takes me a minute to commit to something. Um, anyways, I am a huge nerd and I like to craft and cosplay, mostly cosplay. And I know that's a little bit odd for other people, um, especially, you know, us upper twenties kind of people, but it's something I love to do. It's great for my mental health. It's, you know, fun. I made friends over it. I've won money through it. Um, anyways, this, uh, This guy is just, he's supportive, 
but not really. Um, I went out and I bought some supplies I needed and, you know, the small remarks about oh, spending money on foam or on fabric or spending money to go to an anime convention. And, and he likes anime and we game together, but I just, he kind of drops hints that maybe I should get over my hobby since I'm no longer quote unquote a kid. Um, I really, I do like him. We get along pretty much with everything else except this. And I've tried to get him involved, offered to help make him a costume or teach him or anything like that. And it's pretty much a no-go. So um, I'd just like to know, you know, what are you guys' thoughts? Because like I said, I like him. He's a pretty cool guy. But I'm not sure how I feel about somebody telling me not to do something. Anyway, love you. Bye-bye. Nope. Throw the whole man away. He either accepts you or he doesn't. And even if he doesn't want to be a part of this, he doesn't have to talk bad about it. He can just say, that's your thing and that's not my thing. Like, it's not something that you have to do together. But if he's going to talk bad about it and call it selfish and then be mad about how... Yeah, child, that's what I meant. Child is not selfish. And get mad about how you spend your own money. Fuck that. No, he sounds insecure as fuck. Like, he just sounds like a like a judgmental sort of shit. Like, I, ugh, this is just like, it's just so dumb. Like, it's mm-hmm. so, there's no reason. Like you said, like, if this was like, if this was a deal breaker for you that you needed a partner who was like also into cosplaying and he was like, oh, I'm not into that. But like, you do you. That's just like what the fuck does he like? What what hobby does he want you to do? Does he like want you to do what you want to do? Or like, oh, I'm afraid that people think it's we. It's it's literally not weird at all. There are so many people do it. I mean, Comic Con is like yeah, like Comic Con is like one of the biggest things that there is, and mostly everybody that goes there is an adult. And like, if you even like look into like the this is not like what you're talking like what she's talking about specifically, but like if you look into like the sex work aspect of like cosplay too, and like girl, like like people who like dress up and like there's just like it like cosplaying and like this whole culture like seeps into so many other facets of like l- like fucking life and shit, mm-hmm. and it's like you're not harming anyone. It's something that you like enjoy doing, and like he needs to just shut the fuck up. Like, what does he spend his uh, money on for his hobbies? Like, it's like, you cannot understand something like, and that's fine because you aren't going to do it for yourself. But like, there's no reason to pass judgment on it to somebody else. And this is like, if he's willing, if he's like comfortable passing judgment on this to you, uh, like all like early on to your relationship and on something that like has nothing to do with him and like, is not like harmful or problematic. This is this is a warning sign that this will not be the only thing. Like this will be like the oh, like can you not wear that? Can you not like do that? Fly on the play. It's just, was this a sports reference? Yeah, like red flag. I blew whistle. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I get it. I get it. I get it. I only think you of watch like soccer, flag football. Yes, yeah, true, 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 true. Um, this is just like this is a red flag. And throw them away. Because, like, this mm-hmm. is just... No person that you date should care at all. Like, and that's... Nor- like, it's normal to not give a shit. Like, and not in a mean way, but, like, a... You do you. I've mm-hmm. always wanted to, like... I was like, I wish I could, like... I feel like that was something, like, maybe, like, when, like, I have kids and they go away to college, I'm gonna jump into, like, the cosplaying world. Because, like, I love dressing up. I love crafting. I love, like... I mean, you've seen things. me dress in my... Power Ranger, yeah. Justin's Wonder Woman. These were all for like kids' parties, but I'd dress up. A hundred percent. Like maybe we I've, maybe that's our our hobby together. We do co- <laughs> I'll fucking do it. And it's just like uh it's just such a to me it screams like he's like insecure about like himself like his own stuff and that he's afraid that people are gonna be like, Oh, it's like weird, like they think you're weird, blah blah blah. But anyone who's like confident isn't thinking that like he's he's insecure about his own shit there's so much art that goes into making those costumes too like i've seen people make those costumes and it's like incredible it's and if he doesn't appreciate that he doesn't appreciate you it's a part of you no and it's just like 
it's just gross. And like, tr- like that the, the fact that he also thinks he can pass that judgment, like, and make you feel shitty about it. Like, and this is something like cosplay has been in your life far longer than this fucking dude has. And he has the audacity to come in here and be like, ugh. And like, you value this, my opinion. I'm like, I have every right to say this. And like, you should listen to me, even though I'm new here. And like, ugh. And you even, and I think part of the problem is that you had said you just thought that you were going to be single for a while or whatever. And now one guy that shows up and he's fine. You didn't even say like you loved him or anything. You're just like, I like him. Yeah. Uh, Don't settle for less. Maybe you'll find some guy at a convention. Yeah. And also you could like you saying that like, oh, well, like there's nothing really like wrong with like there's nothing else. And I'm like, yeah, but this is enough. This Mm -hmm. is enough. Like you don't have to be like, oh, well, besides this point, everything is great. And it's like, well, no, that point that you made is more than enough that like, no, not everything is great. Like Mm -hmm. it's actually it's not like a pro con list where it's like one for one. It's fucking scale. And like if you're like, oh, he's like, you know, he's like nice and like he like isn't, but he's not always nice or like he like, you know, like flushes the toilet after like he goes to the bathroom. Like that doesn't it's not weighed the fucking same as like not being a judgmental dick. Like, what a stupid, stupid fucking dude. Yeah. He would make fun of me for my um, fanfic past. I just know it. Me too. We both wrote (laughs) fanfic. (laughs) Different, uh, different genres, but you Mm -hmm. know, all fanfic falls under. You can just Partial sub out nerd. names. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, mine's very specific. So's yours. No, that is true. That is true. The world is, that is more specific. Yeah. Oh, can you um slide into our DMs and send us pictures of your cosplay costume? I'd love stuff? to I love see that. It. Me too. I was watching some like YouTuber a while ago. Like I just got into like you know like I don't know some like random video, and they were like doing like a whole time lapse of like making a, it was like days and days of like making a costume it was just so fucking cool mm-hmm. hey megan my boyfriend and i are 23 years old we've been talking for about four months and officially dating for about two months our relationship has progressed pretty quickly and we're each other's first love we both never have sex um but we've made it to third date so far and want to go all the way we recently started talking about contraception and both agreed that birth control pills would be a good idea However, I told him that the potential side effects of the pill makes me very nervous. Um, but I'm choosing to go on it so that I can do my part in making sure I don't get pregnant. However, I am also a very conscious person and I'm only comfortable with the idea of having sex if I'm on the pill and he's wearing protection. To me, I think we should both be doing our parts to make sure I don't get pregnant. That's fair, right? Well, he recently told me that he does not want to wear a condom because it'll take away from the experience and kill the mood. Um, and that he'll just do the pull-out method. Um, but if that doesn't work, then he sure will get through it, it being pregnancy. Um, I was immediately put off by this because he was taking this so lightheartedly and kind of being insensitive. He wasn't really understanding how much of a pull birth control pills can put on a woman. And then he was being selfish about not wanting to wear a condom. If I forced him to wear one, he said he would, but he'd be really unhappy. So this puts me into a weird position because I want him to be happy. Um, And us having sex is and should be a mutual thing. But I'm honestly so scared that I'll be the one person that gets pregnant while on birth control. And it's all because my boyfriend didn't want to use a condom and that he was so or is so confident about the fault method, even though he's never had sex before. Anyway, so being him he's selfish and a whole asshole during this, which he admitted himself, really made me rethink things and I honestly want to wait even longer before we start having sex because he's not even trying to understand how much birth control will affect me and how much a pregnancy could affect us. So I want to get your thoughts on whether or not I'm being irrational for asking my boyfriend to wear a condom even though I'll be on birth control. I just feel like guys should have, you know, their fair share um, in this and that they should be doing their part in addition to us doing our part. So yeah, I just want to get your thoughts. Thanks, Megan and Melissa. Love y'all's podcast. Garbage. 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 First of all, he's a virgin and doesn't no, he's know. Not. No, he's not. He's not. A I'm virgin. saying he's saying he is a virgin. But going with what I'm saying, he doesn't know how it feels. If he's a virgin, he doesn't know if it feels any different. Also, most dudes will tell you doesn't feel that much different. No. 
if he's a virgin, he's going to nut me in two seconds. Yep. It, that pull-up method is not going to work. Also, the pull-up method does not it's work not. anyway. I, he's not a virgin. He's not. Like, he's, this is, he's either not a virgin and he is, like, a manipulative fuckboy or he is a virgin and he's, like, beyond manipulative stupid and, like, a kind of fuckboy that is, like, unhinged to, like, the fucking nth degree because, like, he's not even going based off of, like, yeah, the typical fuckboy. Like, he's going off of, like, either he's going off, he's lying about being a virgin and going off his own sexual experiences to, like, take it, like, to manipulate you and, like, convince you to do something you're not comfortable with. Or he's never even had those fucking experiences and is listening to word of mouth from other dudes and is like, yeah, no, the concept and the idea and, like, what I've heard is so much better than my own girlfriend's comfort level. Either either circumstance, he's a piece of shit. No. I am I'm I'm so convinced that he is not a virgin at all just by the way he is talking to you about this. Like the fact uh, he's super confident in the pullout method. You can't be confident in something that you haven't done before. No. Like all of the language that he is using is like and it's like, oh, well, I would be really upset. Like I mean like we if you you could force me to wear a condom, but I Don't would be have really sex upset. With this guy. Just don't, don't have sex. He's not worth it. No. Break up with him. It's literally a load of shit. Like, it's literally a fucking load of shit. And, like, it sucks that this is common. But this also isn't... This isn't, like... I I, I de- all, definitely, like, hooked up with people or, like, dated guys who are like, oh, I don't really want to use a condom. Like, cool, tough shit. Like, use one. And it's like, okay, yeah. cool. Well, I'd still rather have sex with you. Like, and I'm not going to complain. Like, I want to do this. And especially the first... Like, if he's saying you're... He's a virgin, like, the first fucking time. And... All like that's it's just it's just sus as fuck to me that mm-hmm. I'm like he's a she's a shit dude he's a shit dude which no matter which way you cut it and they're both shitty options but the only thing that you should do is not have sex with him and break up with him because he doesn't give a shit about you he, he literally does not, does not care he does not care he doesn't care about you he doesn't care about himself he's trash he's trash. trash he doesn't deserve you no, and also and you're going through all these things and you say you don't like how birth control makes you feel physically like birth like a condom is something that you're going to wear for a few minutes. Birth control has like a lasting effect on your body yeah. for a while. So if he can't fuck this dude, I don't I don't even want to spend any more time on it. Yeah. And I will also say four months in first love of your life, blah, blah, blah. Not it. Fucking tread lightly with people who seem too good to be true and everything clicks and it's like a fucking fairy tale. If it feel and we've had people who've been like, oh, well, I met my boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't. There was no red flags like you didn't mm-hmm. feel this. It was like an ease. It was like a comfortability. Like there is no this idea that you get swept off of your feet. And it's like those whirlwind romance. No, it doesn't feel like a whirlwind romance when you guys are on the same page. It just yeah. feels like, oh, we've really connect like. We're propelling at the same speed. It's all fine. Blah, blah, blah. But this whole thing just like reeks of just fuck boy who is like just trying to have sex with you and then is going to be out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate him. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. We are back from our break, and we're getting to the rest of the calls. Okay. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I can't believe I'm calling and seeing you guys, but when I realized this, I re- like the first person I thought to call would be you guys because it's very, like, sensitive. So, basically, I'm 25. My boyfriend's 25. We've been together about 10 months or so. Um, totally in love. I really feel like he's my person, and from all accounts, like, he feels the same way about me. Recently, I've realized that he doesn't brush his teeth every day. And I don't know exactly how long he'll go without brushing his teeth, but I know when he stays over at my house, like, even if he brings his toothbrush, he won't brush his teeth. If we're at his house and he wakes up at his house, he'll brush them. But if it's, like, at my house and, like, later on in the day we end up at his house, he won't, like, brush his teeth when he gets to his house 
And it kind of just dawned on me. It took a while, but I thought like it was like an accidental type of thing. But recently we had a day where we woke up at my house. He didn't brush his teeth, which is like, okay, whatever. But then we went to his house after a few hours later and he took another shower and he still just like never brushed his teeth. But like, if it's not like a stay over type of thing, he will brush his teeth. Like normally, like if I just see him on any other day, like, like it just seems like he has a Whatever. And I just don't know how to bring it up to him. I don't know how to mention, like, hey, babe, like, your breath stinks. Like, I don't know. I just, it just psyched me out thinking about it. I just wonder if you have any advice on how to tell your significant other, like, to improve their hygiene without being rude. And, like, I don't want to, like, break up or anything like that, but I don't want to also, like, mother him. So do you have any advice on how I could, like, say this in a nice way? It's not going to hurt his feelings. I feel like I'm judging him because I realize that not everybody's way the same way and I just want to be sensitive to that. Okay, I hope you guys can help so much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. I'm utterly disgusted. I brush my teeth at least twice a day. At least. Oh, Plus I have a water pick and those like dental, like actual dental tools to scrape shit out my mouth. I'm, I'm And I floss I'm, all day long. <laughs> I'm the same as you. I don't, I, I brush my teeth if I had my, in my perfect world, if I'm like not busy, I brush my teeth after every single thing I eat. Mm -hmm. Like I hate, I hate that. I like as a kid, I used to call it fuzzy teeth. Like I hate that yeah. feeling of like. It's plaque on your teeth. I even residue. have the, like, if I'm out and I can feel that, I have those um, wisps that oh, I yeah. use. Oh, this just like disgusts me more than I've We've had a lot of weird calls on this, this show, is, but this, this is, is the one. Like, I'm obsessed with teeth. I'm, I was going yeah. to be a dentist. Like, that was my... Ugh. Ugh. I mean, to be fair, I constantly have to remind Mots to brush his teeth. Um, but it's How like, do you tell him? That's her I, question. You just, I say, just say, fucking brush your teeth. I said, did you brush your teeth? Like, he'll walk out of the bathroom, and I'll be like, did you brush your teeth? And he's like, uh, no, I forgot. And then we'll turn around. Or I'll be like, I'm going to brush my teeth. Come brush your teeth with me. Like... There are certain things that I get that you're like, oh, I don't want to be like judgmental to the way he was raised. Okay. Like that's this. This is not that. Like this is no. not that at all. And like it's not that he has like an aversion to brushing his teeth. It's not like there's some like like issues that need to be worked out there. Like I think it's truly that he just like forgets. Like I think he's in like a like a habit at home where he like has like. You just kind of are on autopilot when he's at his own house. He thinks about it. But when he's staying with you, he doesn't. So then just. There's no, it's the, I don't want to say that there's no nice way to do it, but it in itself is not a mean thing. Like there's no nice or mean way to do it. Like, it's just like, Hey, did you brush your teeth? And like, if he's like, oh, I'm all, whatever, like, okay, sometimes you need to be a little embarrassed. That's fine. Like be a little embarrassed. Like embarrassment will not kill you and it will be fine. Like there is no like judgment aspect on that. Like there's, it's yeah, it, it's just like. I'm, I mean, we, like, if you're going to, if he's, like, leaning in for a kiss, yeah. you have to, like, mouths are dirty and germy, and you don't want to swap all that dirt and germ and grossness into your mouth. It's, like, protecting your health, too. And, like, why would you, this goes back to, like, somebody's, like, I have to suck my boyfriend's dick when it smells. And it's, like, no, you don't have to put your mouth on something no. that, that does not smell fresh yes appetizing <laughs> you just need to like just straight up tell like in whether it's like it's the morning time and you're brushing your teeth just be like hey come brush your teeth with me like mm -hmm. come do like and just do it like that you don't have to be like hi i've noticed that you haven't been you don't have to do what you did with like us on the phone call where you explain like the origin story of it all like you can just like in the moment or then call him out like you guys are getting ready to leave the house and you're like okay are you ready to brush your teeth and if you yeah. start saying like yeah i brushed my teeth and you're like did you though did like you? what because embarrassment will motivate him in this and it's like oh and like honestly you're probably just reminding him that he like just forgot and like that's not mothering someone no that's just like sometimes some people need like a friendly reminder and like don't take care of him like don't like baby him and like don't like let like don't feel like or like he'll like if he takes advantage of it and then it's like can't do anything without you reminding him to do anything but like fucking have to remind Moss and like put the toilet seat down did you brush your teeth and like it's not in like a bitchy kind of way it's just like a 
hey, I don't want to kiss you because you're like, your breath fucking smells. And I'll say that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Or he'll like come home from golf and like, like he'll give me a hug and I'm like, you're stinky. Or I'm like, can you take your socks off? Your feet fucking smell. Like, but it's not malicious, like at all. And I think that like we get very afraid of like hurting people's feelings. But a lot of the time, like that's, you can only really hurt someone. I mean, you can hurt someone's feelings, but like when you really hurt someone's feelings, it's hi, this thing that you intentionally did. Like mm-hmm. if it's like, oh, I forgot to brush my teeth. I don't think he's going to be like, wow, I can't believe she like told me to brush my teeth. Like, like <laughs> you forgot. You have to say something. You though. have to. And really, like, truly, like, it's it's so not a big deal if you don't make it a big deal. And if you just say, like, did you brush your teeth? Yes or no? Or And brush your teeth with him. Like, I'll do that. Well, I'll brush my teeth in the morning, like, right after I have coffee. And, like, Mott's usually, excuse me, starts work early. I would say earlier than me. I don't really have a normal job. So I don't really, like, start work. I just, like, exist. Um, but he, like, will, like, be in the office and, like, working and stuff. And, like, when I get up to go brush my teeth, I'm like, did you brush your teeth yet? Like, come brush your teeth with me. Hot scene, bring it on. True. And I also yell at him all the fucking time because I got him a sonic hair and he will like turn it off and he's like, no, like the timing's done. I was like, no, it's not. We get the same. I mean, I've dropped mine because mine doesn't work now, but like I still have an electric toothbrush. I'm like, it's the same amount of time, dude. And we started at the same time. Yours does not end earlier than mine. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, just get on. Or another one, you guys could share a dentist, which Mots and I do share a dentist. And so then, you know, play on both sides. I mean, 10 months since a little early be sure that it is so yeah unless you have to unless you already do what if you already serendipitously serendipitously share a dentist uh best of luck to you and your stinky mouthed man should we go on to the next hello megan and melissa and potential guests um, so I am needing some advice on whether or not a guy is into you. A little backstory. Um, so this guy added me on Snapchat about three weeks ago. He said my emoji was cute or whatever. Um, and I was on the quick ad list. So he added me. We started talking and we made plans to hang out that weekend. Um, so I didn't hear from him all day um and then he messaged me the next day and he said he was sorry and he got busy whatever so we kept talking a little bit and made plans for the following weekend so i met him at his house that following weekend um and it was really sweet i got there and he was outside he came over gave me a hug or whatever um his family owns this huge farm and he lives on all this land so we went riding around um on the farm and stuff and then after that, he remembered I like chocolate chip cookies. So he went to the store and he fixed them out. We went back to his house and just hung out for a little bit. Um, when we got back, I met his brother who stays with him a little bit. Um, and his brother is really sweet, um, really good looking. And we have a lot of chemistry, I think, um, more so than me and the guy that I was talking to, just because he's a little quiet and his brother's a little bit more friendly and out there and whatnot. So long story short, we hooked up that night um, and he, we hooked up a few times. Um, <laughs> he didn't take long to finish. Um, he asked me if it was okay to come in me and I said, I don't think that's a good idea. And the next thing I know he did um, and I'm not on birth control. So that's a whole nother scenario um, that I'm worried about. But then we had sex a few more times that night. Everything was fine. Um, I stayed there. I left about two in the morning. Um, he was really sweet when I left. He just gave me a long hug. Like he seems super into me when I'm there. Um, and when we hang out, we hung out twice, but he doesn't talk that much. Um, I might hear from him once or twice a day. So I don't know if he's into me or not. If he's just not very, you know, on his phone all the time when I'm with him he's not on his phone so it could just be that he's not you know a texture whatever um so I just I don't know like how to tell if he's into me or not I wish he had his brother's personality um but he doesn't so what's some advice what should I do should I lay low and not talk to him for a little bit um I just I don't know like I feel like I'm more into him than he is me and that's obviously never a good feeling so any advice would be wonderful. Um, thank you so much. You don't like him. 
you really you don't like you're more into his brother than you are into him like why are you questioning if he likes you or not you don't like him at all you like hanging out at the farm maybe you like meeting the brother you liked his family i mean you like snapping with him i guess but you don't like him Mm -mm. and also we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic this just like pisses me off because like that like i i just like you're being reckless and stupid doing this in the middle of a pandemic and then i'm gonna be a cunt and then being like oh my life is hard what do i do like there are bigger fucking problems like there Mm -hmm. are so many fucking bigger problems in the world that you are actively contributing to and then you're then going to like instead of like staying up all night being like wow how like fucking reckless have i been during this pandemic and like what if i've contributed like how many lives has like my recklessness like endangered or killed or put people in at risk and all of this sort of stuff like and now but i have like i'm gonna instead worry about like does this boy like me or do i like the brother like how fucking bored are you? Like, how fucking bored are you that it's like, not only are you going to like go out and hook up with some dude in the middle of a pandemic, you're going to go hang out with his fucking family, meet his brother and then make, but I kind of like his brother, but I like him. But like, does he like and me? I, and I let him nut me more than once. Even when I told him that I didn't want to the first time, but then we had sex several more times during the, the day. You just need to... Lock yourself in a tower, Rapunzel style, until this is done. Like, this is just, like, you're being reckless with other people's lives. Anyone who is going out in a pandemic, like, in the midst of a pandemic, just to get some dick, is being, or even whatever you're fucking doing, like, is reckless of other people's lives. And then, yeah, you're hooking up with this dude who, like, is then just, like, fucking coming in you when you're saying, I don't, like, and you didn't even really make, like, a statement that, like, you don't not a strong statement in that situation and that to me like we do that all the time like women do it all like oh i'm trying to like tread lightly and then for him to take that statement which like we so clearly know is a no even Mm -hmm. if it's like it's like a no but i don't want to hurt your feelings i feel uncomfortable i just met you and then him being like well you didn't say a hard fucking no so i'm gonna do it fucking anyway well she did say no and he just did it that's what i mean like you but she she said like no like i like i don't i would prefer if you didn't like like why is he even fucking asking you like then you had sex with him more times and you don't even really know this dude you just met him on snapchat and i guarantee you you're not the only girl he's out here snapping and bringing back to the old farm. No. Like, and like the fact that he like lost track of time the first time you were supposed to hang out. Like I have ADHD and I don't do that. Like with like, if he's important, you will be written down on a notepad on the calendar. Like, and you weren't. And then also like, then just like the, I wish he had his brother's personality, but you also said his brother was like hot. And like this whole thing just like, just screams like, stop. Yeah. Stop. You're being selfish and you're being reckless and it's just stupid. Like you're just not making smart decisions. And the first smart decision you need to be is like staying the fuck inside and like Mm -hmm. stopping the spread of the virus. And like, that's all you need to fucking do right now. And like, if you can't do that, like until you can do that, then do not add any other fucking things onto your plate or like because, yeah, that's just it's it's poor judgment. All of this is just poor fucking judgment. And mm-hmm. you can't make good decisions if you're making like the biggest, stupidest decision ever, which is going out in the fucking middle of a pandemic. Dumb. I don't care how fucking cool the farm is. I don't care if it's like. Also, he said that your little emoji looked cute. Like all of them look what? the same. Yeah. What? It, I don't know. All it is is like your the all the faces are the same. You're just changing the hair. And how can you tell how somebody like that's. You fell for a terrible pickup line. Yeah. And you seem bored. You seem bored mm-hmm. as fuck. Be bored at home by yourself. Mm-hmm. Get a fucking vibrator and stay the fuck away Mind from people. Broke. Stay the fuck home. Stay yeah. stay the fuck home. Nobody cares about anyone. People that you don't even like. No. No, no, no. Put this, as much thought and effort you've put into this put into educating yourself about the spread of the virus and then doing your fucking part mm-hmm. update time yes it's time for an update woo, woo. 
So this is from season five, episode 23. And this gal, um, in the original call, her boyfriend had called her fat. Now she's giving us an update. Fucking hope they broke up. Well, hello, Megan and Melissa. Um, I am calling to give you guys an update. I called about my boyfriend of seven years. I think it was on like episode 23 of this last season. Um, we, I was like wanting to break up with him and wasn't sure what to do. Um, so ended up breaking up with him. Best thing I ever fucking did. So basically what happened is I just started kind of distancing myself. Um, we never really went to bed at the same time anyways. I was always falling asleep by myself. Um, I just started hanging out with my friends, not really talking to him much, not really making him like a priority in my life. Um, and then we got into an argument. And he said something very hurtful. He said that um, I have gained too much weight and that he's not attracted to me anymore. And so the next morning, I told him that I needed space and I needed space to think. And so I asked him to leave and he did. And then a few days later, I called it quits and we both agreed that it was what was best for us and that we both were not getting our needs met in our relationship. And it's been the best thing I ever did. I lost like a shit ton of weight right off the bat. I moved in with my best friend. Uh, we got a puppy together. Um, she also ended her engagement like a month later because the guy was a dick bag. Um, and so we are just living our best lives and literally couldn't be happier. I seriously wish that I would have done this sooner, but I would not trade where I am for the world. I am so, so, so happy. And honestly, like, I wish I wouldn't have put up with that much shit. Um, and thank God for my therapist because wouldn't have been able to do this without her. Hey, thanks. Her name is also Megan. So love that. Uh, but I love you guys so much. And I've called you guys so many times. You guys have given me the best advice. Um, I ended up living alone for about four months. Um, because I was the one that was able to pay all the bills and pay the rent and everything, and, that, and everything was in my house anyways, and that was amazing. I learned a lot, um, but honestly, like, don't be afraid to be single, ladies. Being single fucking rocks. You can have any dick you want, so I love you guys. Have a great day, and mwah, bye. Wow, she's like, thriving. She's like, she is thriving. I'm going to take her walk into like a supermarket and be like, I'm just taking this. I can have whatever the fuck <laughs> I want. <laughs> like, you just sound like you're robbing banks. Like, yeah. that's how, like, I, I love this. Like, uh, this is fucking great. I think this is inspirational as hell mm-hmm. for anybody who is like debating breaking up with their significant other. Do it. Do like, it. Fucking do it. Just do it. Like, you have, I mean, this girl's, even the way that she just, like, started the call off, inspirational. I like, I want that serotonin. Me too. Fuck. Like, it's, it's just so, and, like, any time that you're thinking about it, like, it's not an easy thing to, like, you don't come to it just like, oh, I kind of want to, oh, never mind, or I don't. Like, it's one of those, like, you know or you don't. Like, if the thought crosses your mind, you should fucking do it. Mm-hmm. This is proof. That good things happen. I also love that her therapist's name is Megan. Me too. Well, that's it for our episode, guys. Hope you enjoyed. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram. We're at Don't Blunt Meme Pod, our own individual ones. Hit us follow up. Follow me on Twitter. For, uh, Chef's Kiss, fantastic tweets, big fan, love them. Check out her Twitter and leave us a review if you'd like to leave us a review for Mm -hmm. the uh, podcast. It makes our day. It's a good time. And we discuss all of them. We do. We just all of them. If they're like nice one, like, yeah. And like also like if you want to get creative, like live for it. Like if you want to get specific, if you loved a specific episode mm-hmm. or a specific call that you enjoyed or anything, we love a good positive review. Um, well, that's it, guys. We'll see you next time. Say Bye. goodbye to my apartment. It's the last time you'll see it. Oh, my gosh. Goodbye, Melissa's apartment. <laughs>
edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 